Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. KEHI cares partners with many organizations, both in the U.S. and abroad. And these partnerships are formed from connections that our KEHI employees have with these various organizations. On today's episode, we're joined by two guests, Ed Perez, the founder of one of our CARES partners, Three Grains of Rice, and Aaron Bradley, who works in KEHI's Jacksonville office. Ed and Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So Aaron, let me start with you. What's your role at KEHI? So my role at KEHI, I work in our MCB department, um, doing some of the behind the scenes billing, but I also have the privilege to lead our Jacksonville KEHI CARES team. Um, And that started as kind of an employee engagement committee, and then it's really excelled and developed over the past three years to what we see it as now. That's great. I want to come back to that in a little bit and hear a little bit more about that committee. And Ed, What is Three Grains of Rice and what's your role with this organization? Okay, so Three Grains of Rice uh, was created after I retired. It's been about five and a half, almost six years ago. Uh, I'm the president and CEO of, of the organization. And our aim is to mobilize society to take responsibility and accountability for the well-being of those in need. We believe that if every one of us does our part consistently, uh, we can totally change not only our surroundings, but also uh, internationally. What inspired you to start this ministry? I lived, I came from Cuba. Uh, uh, While in Cuba, I lived through the war. I experienced violence. I experienced, uh, it was not abnormal to be on the streets and and have people shot and killed. So at a very young age, you're seeing that massacre and the impact that it has on it. Through communism, my parents lost everything we had. We arrived in the U.S. with absolutely nothing. Uh, We didn't know where we're going to live. We didn't know where we're going to eat. And uh, so I've never forgotten. I have never forgotten the fear. I've never forgotten the embarrassment of not knowing, depending on other individuals, uh, to be able to provide food. Uh, So I have never forgotten that part of it. And that's truly what energizes me to do what I do. This is just amazing how you've taken your life experience and, you know, transitioned that into this ministry. What on a, you know, on a daily basis, what is Three Grains of Rice doing in support of others? Right, so uh, 80%, 85% of what we do is within Northeast Florida, uh, which includes San Agustin. So uh, so part of what we've done is we've upgraded with our volunteer base, the Women and Children's Center Trinity Rescue Mission, which is 28 rooms. And this is everything from painting to fixing to a clo- uh, providing uh, mattresses and so forth. We also have upgraded 13 houses in, in the San Agustin area for the homeless community, but we're also are internationally. 
We are now working in Haiti, supporting an orphanage there. We are in Cali, Colombia. We have four soccer programs there where we are working with gangs, young boys, and transition them in, into non-violence area. Oh, it sounds like your ministry has really evolved just, you know, over the past, what, five, six years that you've been doing this. So, you know, one of, one of the benefits uh, that we're bringing to the table is we're constantly asking, what do you do uh, with your extra items? For instance, in San Agustin, there is a great need uh, for transportation for the homeless community. So what we did was we went to one of our local colleges and asked, what do you do with the extra bikes at the end of the year when, when the students leave? And they said, well, you know what? That is really a problem for us. And I said, not anymore, because I will take them. So we took 45 bikes and distributed them among the areas. And now those individuals have transportation. Uh, I was in Cuba and uh, there was a home for the elderly and their mobility devices were all broken and and they could not get out of bed and so forth so i asked the same question so so what do people do with the extra mobility devices when they no longer need them uh this week three hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment is going that at one point it was trash and no one was using that's unbelievable what a blessing absolutely aaron what's your involvement been with three grains of rice So our involvement about a year and a half ago, we did our first outreach for our employee engagement committee and we did a sock drive. And I think Ed's been talking about something really important about just looking around and seeing what resources we have. And so we thought, what can we do to impact our community? And it was socks. There are a lot of homeless people in Jacksonville and socks are a big deal, right? Everybody wants a clean pair of socks to put on. And so we ended up collecting, I think like 500 pairs of socks. And then the question came of, okay, now what do we do with this? And I had met Ed previously. We actually are neighbors. We live down the street from one another. And I had met him several years before at a block party. And as I really began to pray, because I'm a person of faith, as I began to pray and think, God, what are we going to do with all of this stuff? Um, I was reminded of Ed. And so I called him up out of the blue. I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years. I said, hey, are you still doing what you do? And he said, yes. And I said, do you even remember me? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, well, I have a ton of socks. Do you want them? And um, he said, absolutely. So we began to kind of have some conversation of what that would look like. And our team was then invited to Cup of Love, which is an event that happens once a month downtown. And we came out and we were able to help distribute those socks and just get involved. And really, we all fell in love with Ed and what his vision is for our city. That is such a a cool story. (laughs) So what are ways that Kehi Cares supports the work of Three Grains of Rice? And how does that work with the Jacksonville office and all like how, how did all three kind of work together? So, like I said, we started as just an engagement committee. And I'm going to give you kind of a long answer to that because we have to know the journey of how we got to where we're at now. But we started with an engagement committee. And when we started, we made this decision in our first couple of meetings of who do we want to be? Do we want to be a party planning committee or do we want to be a committee that goes after culture and change? And we decided from the beginning that we wanted to impact culture no matter 
what that looked like, no matter if we had a title behind us, if we had, you know, it didn't matter. We were a group of people coming together, a family coming together to affect change in our area. And so the first thing we decided to do was to go after honor and what does honor look like in the workplace. And as we expounded on that principle in the workplace, that's where we went after it internally first and then externally. And through the different events that we began to do, Randy Shaw got involved and we started having conversation with him. And he is amazing. One of the most amazing men I have ever, I, I kind of think of him as my work dad. Like he's just amazing. I love the guy. And he ended up coming down just to see what was going on. And we began to dream together. Our team and him began to dream together of the possibilities for our region. Out of that dreaming, we've grown into being an offshoot of the corporate Kehi Cares to where we're now Kehi Cares Jacksonville. So corporately, I mean, they're, they're, we've helped him with grants. We just got a box truck. And when, when Ed has a success, our whole team stands up and cheers and we, we fail together. I mean, we're, we're doing life together. Our offices have really rallied around him and they see, they see the support that's coming to this area during COVID, our, our whole region. It's crazy to stand back and think that that our yes to something so so simple, right? To getting involved in something, to saying yes, I'll stand alongside somebody and serve. That that yes can lead to your whole region being taken care of during the pandemic, and we've seen that firsthand. We've seen communities, families served and fed because our our employees, not just me, not just our team, but because our employees said, "Yeah, we'll come alongside him and serve." You know, it's interesting. You said this started out as an engagement committee. Um, and you took it in a different direction than what someone would might normally think of as an engagement committee. You're not doing, you know, bags tournaments and right. ping pong and, and things like that. You know, this is, this is different, but how has, have you seen a change in the employees and the engagement in the Jacksonville office? And even now that you've expanded a little bit into Elkton? We have. And so what's funny is you're saying, like, the thing about we, especially when we were in office, we did stuff like that. Like we, we made a point to have a lot of fun, right? Because who doesn't like to have a good time? From the get go, we started to try and find ways to celebrate people. If it was having a party, we had a party and we're really good at having parties. We just don't want to be a party planning committee, but we just began to celebrate one another. And so, yeah, we've seen a culture of honor be built in this area. And, you know, if you can shift into a culture of honor, then you see trust start to be built. Because if you don't honor one another, it's hard to trust one another. And so when you shift into a culture of honor, suddenly you trust one another, you enjoy one another, you want to be around one another, and then it leads into serving. So if you can get them to rally together, then getting them to come around our communities, nothing. And that's why we went after the nucleus first, go after your family first, and then expound out. Yeah. And, and I, I love that you're working within your community. I mean, Kehi Cares has a lot of partners locally to Chicago and where the corporate office right. is. And, and, but I love that you've found an organization in your community that supports your community. Um, so right. that, you know, the people that are on your committee and, and working in your office are seeing the change right where they live. Right. Well, and it's expanding too. So you asked about Elkton, so our main priority, when we sat down and began to dream for this year with our team, our top priority was to close the gap, not between us and 
Naperville, but to close the gap between the Jacksonville office and Elkton, because that's not okay. We can't have that. We can't have that separation. And Vaughn Lewis is amazing. When we sat down with Vaughn and said, hey, this is kind of our vision. We, we want to pull you guys in and serve you in any capacity that we can. You are our outbound mission this year. We want you guys. Um, and we've really teamed up and started working. And to see, to see Jacksonville serve St. Augustine, that like, like I could cry right now to see us serve one another. It's really amazing. And then again, we see Elkton turn and be right on board. Elkton's come out and served to help with the restoration project. So it's, you know, we look for these catalysts of what's going to cause, what spark is going to cause the explosion. That's so fantastic. And what does the future of Three Grains of Rice look like? And what does the future of your partnership with Kehi Cares and with Kehi in general, Kehi employees look like? So, you know, when I look at all this, to me, it's so exciting because all I see is growth. The, the food that we have been able to pick up from Kehi has found its way to Honduras is right now in Cali, Colombia, in one of the most violent uh, ghettos that you will find in South America. You'll see it in, in Haiti. So all I see is potential growth. But I tell you, the most exciting part to me is what I see in the heart of the employees. What I see, what you see in Erin, what you see in her team. All you have to do is say, we got a problem, they'll come, you know, three grains, my ultimate dream is to have a, an area that is going to be a, a, a large farm where I can take single moms to be able to have tiny houses where they can go there and be, be protected, to be able to provide childcare, to be able to help them from, uh, you know, teaching from, from health uh, in terms of fitness, in terms of eating. But the biggest part of it all is how do we provide them with the skill set so that they'll be able to have a dignified way of life. And what I see happening is what they're doing there is to be able in this farm is to have the animal life and so forth so that they have an opportunity to care for others and in doing so to teach them how to love because often is missing so you know it, it is it is a blessing god continues to open doors for us and sometimes i'm wondering lord how am i going to do this and then Erin and her team come about it, it's, just, it's just amazing so you know as you can see I, i'm not very excitable and, and, and about things but you know i'm just psyched because every day we're provided with an opportunity to touch hearts and touch life. You know, what a blessing. You know, how can you not get excited? How can you not want to share God's love and mercy? Because that's what you're all about. And, you know, and that's, that's what I'm blessed to do every day. Wow. Having you both talk about these experiences um, is just so inspirational. And I, I hope that what you're sharing lights up our other employees um, in other locations and encourages them to look for, you know, ways that they can get involved in their community because it's just amazing what has become of this partnership of Aaron just picking up the phone and calling Ed because he she met him one time. I mean, this is what a cool, amazing story. I mean, Ed, when you were talking, I was getting goosebumps about just everything that you both have been able to accomplish through this partnership. It's unbelievable. Is there is there anything else that either of you would like to share with our KHE employees? 
I have something I'd like to say to the employees. We all have families and we all have other things that we all have our job at KHE, right? And it's hard and it's scary to think about, you know, there's only so much that we can do. And that's true. There's only so much that we can do on our own. But one thing that we really challenged our team to do was stop seeing it as a singular, what can I do? And to start looking around to say, okay, I'm here, but what resource? I mean, Ed's talked about resource over and over again in this, but to look around and say, what resources am I connected to? And to be okay being a bridge and to lay your life down and be a bridge. And that's what our team's done. And we've seen our whole region start to change. So that's my challenge to our employees is if you want to get involved before you ever even pick a a charity or a group to get involved with, first stop and look around you and see what resources you have and then start to channel those resources into the appropriate places and watch your world change. You know, for me is, you know, the, my message would be is Isaiah 6, 8. And, and, and that's when, when God asked Isaiah, uh, you know, who shall we send and who shall go for us? And Isaiah said, here I am, send me. Every time we go into a grocery store and we see a cashier that obviously is the straw, when we see a homeless person, when we see issues and problems, you know, we truly believe that that question is asked out of each and every one of us. And the way we react to it uh, and the way we take ownership is really our answer to God because that has been placed in front of us. And then the, the last item is there's a misconception that the mission field is it's always thousands of miles away. And our message is the mission field is right here, right now, wherever you are. I have seen lives completely change once people go in and give of themselves. And the greatest thing we can give is our heart. Ed and Aaron, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and sharing this inspirational story of how Kehi Cares, um, the Jacksonville office, and Three Grains of Rice are working together to make lives better. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. To our Kehi employees, if you're interested in sharing the fruit of your labor with your local community near your Kehi work location, do what Aaron just said. Look around, see what the need is. And then if you're interested in getting involved with Kehi Cares, reach out to the committee through the Kehi Cares website at kehicares.org. Mm-hmm.